Well, hello again, friends. This is Matt, and this is Something From Everything, a podcast about embracing meaning and discovering wisdom through telling better stories. And this is a story about a storyteller, a famous one, a storyteller, author, and speaker who sells out a local venue on a weekday evening. What is it that makes a particular storyteller so impactful? Is it the storyteller, their fame and their accomplishments, their accolades? Is this all just hero worship? Or is there something more that they draw out from us? Something they show us for us to emulate and identify with? This is a story about authenticity and courage. And I hope that this storyteller has done it justice. This one is called Liz Gilbert and her 20-foot portrait. Thanks for listening. Liz's portrait was at least 20 feet tall. The auditorium was buzzing, vibrant with the hum of hundreds of excited, imperceivable conversations all around me. At the front of the stage was a giant picture of the author Liz Gilbert, author of a number of bestsellers, including Eat, Pray, Love, and Big Magic. She holds her face in her hands, a knowing and weary smile just touching her lips and eyes. It was a face of someone who held a secret, but held it in a way that conveyed both apprehension and excitement. In front of the giant portrait sat a massive audience. The theater held nearly a thousand, a completely packed out show for this venue. Some members of the audience had young, unblemished skin and tight curls. Others stood hunched, their faces marked by age spots, laugh and worry lines etched deep, and had brilliant hair that had long since transitioned silver. One mother brought her daughters no more than ten years old. Many brought their mums. Notably, the audience was almost entirely women. As we walked towards our seats, I estimated that there might be ten to twenty men in the whole auditorium. I was struck by how unfamiliar that felt to me, how rare a thing to be in a space completely dominated by women. I laughed at the strangeness of it. This tour was based on Big Magic, a book about living a creative life with wholehearted courage. And when the tour was announced, I was reading and enjoying that book, so my partner had purchased these tickets for me as a gift. But no one looking at this audience would ever believe that the evening was for me. I looked the part of an unfortunate and unsuspecting husband, dragged along on his wife's insistence. The optics of it were immediately apparent to my wife, annoying her and giving me no small amount of amusement. My partner and I remained mostly silent as we took our seats, aware of the buzz of expectant excitement all around us. The space was pregnant with anticipation. But anticipation for what? We didn't know what exactly this evening would be. The book Big Magic had been released years ago, in 2015, and Gilbert had written a handful of books since then that didn't seem at all connected with this tour. Would she be reading to us from the front of the stage? Was this even a book tour? We started the evening with so many unanswered questions, and Liz Gilbert's 20-foot-tall, sly smile wasn't giving out any answers. And then, with the briefest of introductions from her publisher, the real Liz Gilbert emerged. Dwarfed under the backdrop of the gigantic portrait, Liz appeared positively pedestrian in her short-cut hair, thick-rimmed glasses, and black pants. The audience erupted with applause, and then settled into a tent of silence. And then, 
the real Liz Gilbert spoke. For over an hour, she held our collective attention fast. There was no covert multitasking, no faces washed in cell phone glow, checking time or notifications. Instead, there were bursts of laughter. There were murmurs of agreement. There were fingers slid across eyelids, wiping away the occasional tear. There were the gasps of shock, the collective indrawings of breath, and the smiles of understanding and connection between complete strangers. And then it was over, leaving us grateful, contemplative, and a little confused. As we left that auditorium and walked along the busy sidewalks to our car, we wondered what exactly we had just seen and why it was so impactful. I wouldn't describe the event as a comedy show, despite some of those tears being those of laughter. And it was not strictly a motivational speech, despite the fact that many of us came away profoundly moved and motivated to approach our lives with renewed passion. I also wouldn't call it promotion, despite the fact that I came away with an even greater interest in Liz and her writing projects. At its core, the event was a surprisingly simple one. Years ago, Liz had begun writing out advice and observations on how to live a creative life beyond fear, and was suddenly confronted by the realization that she had better put into practice what she was preaching, or smoke what she was selling, as she put it. Liz committed to follow her curiosity and creativity wherever it went, even, and especially, when it terrified her. The evening had been a performance, certainly. There could be no doubt that the material of the evening had been meticulously practiced, curated, and masterfully performed. Sitting down to listen to someone talk for a solid hour could be a joy, or considered a form of torture. But care had been taken with this evening and those stories. The audience knew they were in good hands from the first moments. No joke felt canned, no story over-dramatized, and no life lesson fabricated. It was practiced and performed testimony of authenticity and courage. Those two traits, authenticity and courage, are actually inseparable. You cannot have one without the other. Those who aim to be brave and courageous without authenticity are really only posturing. And those who dare to be authentic, to be fully themselves, they require the courage to look both within and without with clear eyes. And the fact that it was practiced and performed did no disservice to the truths being told. If anything, it made our ears and hearts more receptive to them. We might think that the courageous and authentic person is the one with no filter, who immediately speaks their truth to any and all who will hear it. But we all know what it feels like to talk to someone like that. Perhaps we have occasionally been someone like that. It feels like there is only one voice in the room. But that is a very selfish way to be authentic. Each interaction involves at least two people. Liz's performance considered and cared for her audience. It also cared for her stories. Our stories and learnings are worth safeguarding and cherishing. We need to consider if, when, and how we will share them with others. If we take the care that our stories and gained wisdom deserve, we will find that they are invaluable treasures, for ourselves chiefly, and occasionally for others. That evening wasn't captivating because of Liz's particular set of skills or status as an accomplished author. 
It was captivating because she was authentic and brave enough to gather those stories, to live them, and careful and considerate enough to share them with us thoughtfully. It was her humanity rather than her celebrity that called to each of us that evening. Our stories, gathered and shared with care, will always be more enticing than our accomplishments. Liz Gilbert, the New York Times bestseller and celebrated author who travels the country with 20-foot-tall promotional portraits, was pretty impressive. But Liz Gilbert, the creative, courageous, and considerate human, was even more so. Well, friends, that is it. Episode 33 of the Something From Everything podcast, Liz Gilbert and her 20-foot portrait. The music at the intro and playing now is All Star by Adrian Berenger, and at the end was Now or Never by Michael Vignola. All tracks are royalty-free and purchased through storyblocks.com. The image on the cover of this podcast is of Liz Gilbert and her 20-foot portrait snapped at this same event. If you enjoy this podcast, I'm grateful. If you'd be willing to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend, I would love that as well. And if you happen to know Liz Gilbert, please pass it on with my thanks for a great evening. You can find all of my posts in written and audio form at somethingfromeverything.com. And you can also follow this podcast and see regular updates by following Something From Everything on Instagram or Facebook. Occasionally, I record video posts as well, and you can see those on Instagram and on YouTube. If you're looking for even more podcasts to listen to, I have another very different podcast for you to check out. It's called Navigating a Resurrection, and it is a long-form conversation with people reflecting on how they put their life back together after a significant ideological change. My good friend Ronnie and I interview a different guest each episode, and the first season is out now. You can find links to everything I've mentioned here in the show notes. And to you, my friends, I hope that you are inspired by the storytellers in your life, by those who are authentic and courageous enough. I hope that you are one of those people. And when you are, when you gather those stories and insights and wisdom, I hope that you treasure them, keep them close, and consider if, how, and when you might want to share them, as we all authentically, courageously, and considerately create something from everything. Thanks, friends. Take care.